Today on ABC Devo, I Desire. Hey everybody, welcome to ABC Devo, the podcast where we go through every Devo song from 4th Dimension to Wiggly World. Hey, guess what? I'm Joe Maisel. Hey, I'm Pete the Retailer. Hey, I'm Tom Taylor. You know and what? I, oh, oh, <laughs> damn it. Joe. Joe. John, you bum, were slow. Bum. Tom was no. right there. No, no, no it's I was you, man. perfect. I was perfectly on uh, Fight, 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 fight. No, you were I don't know. fast. I believe you were the one that was fast. I'm John Engel. <laughs> way, to, way to welcome and us back from our hiatus, everybody. Today on ABC Diva, we're talking about my desire. That's slow enough for you? I desire. God damn me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say God, God damn me? <laughs> I hope you did. Yeah. God damn me. That's some, that's some good... Uh, Frontier gibberish. (laughs) Well, I was a prospector at one point. Anyway, today we are talking about I Desire off 1982's Oh No, It's Devo. Oh No. There we go. Now we're back on track. We finally got there. That was pretty much perfect. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That was. Nailed it. keeper. No rest at all. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I Desire. Um, Okay. You desire what? what? Well, I desire your attention. Um, uh, sure. I desire your perfect, perfect love. love. Oh, um, well. Yeah. I, I desire nothing uh, more. You've had it for years. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is this one of uh, Diva's more controversial songs. Um, yeah. Not mm-hmm. per se because of the lyrical content, because of the source of the lyrical content. Um, much like um, Big Mess, uh, where they, they lifted some of the concepts, some of the lyrics from... Um, letters to a radio station by some 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 guy. Uh, that guy was Cowboy Kim. Yeah. Come on, show some yeah. respect. Cowboy Kim, I am. Um, He's a lucky cowboy. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why. Let He's a man with a mission. <laughs> um, yeah, but this. Uh, so I desire the lyrics are uh, largely taken from uh, the. The poetry, let's call it, of one uh, John Hinckley Jr. Um, I've heard of him. Attempted presidential assassin. Mm-hmm. He wrote some some letters of some some love poetry, some odes to Jodie Foster, and um, and Devo kind of took that, adapted that, and uh, made a song out of it. Did you ever? Do you guys know whether those two ever got together? Yeah, no. The, from what I understand, there was no meaningful uh, connection ever huh. uh, to occur between the two of them, like mm. immediately, you know. But yeah, she uh, she found out about him. Huh. Hmm. Well, you know, neither one of them is dead yet. Who knows what could happen, right? Am hmm. I right, guys? Hmm. Those two crazy lovebirds. <laughs> well, you're half right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So this is um. Uh. Interesting. So this is, I think, uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff with this now uh, because of that. Um, Because I don't know if he was at the time a fan, but there's a letter from after the fact from 1982. Mm -hmm. John Hinckley wrote to uh, 
to the morning zoo at uh, KZEW in Dallas, Texas. And uh, and says that uh, hey, like he's writing to the to the zoo, I guess. And says uh, I love new wave music, especially Devo, since I co-wrote a song on their new album. The song's called <laughs> I Desire, and I want you to play it fifty-eight times each day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did okay, they do John it? <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be the greatest radio station in the world. Yeah, like well, that would be. Kinda, he 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 requested it. Yeah. The fans are always right. And really, it's like a three-minute song, fifty-eight times during in a day. I mean, he didn't say fifty-eight times in a row. That's true. Just pepper it in there. Exactly. You got plenty of time to play all your other top forty hits. Right. Yeah. So uh, this uh, there's a quote that goes with this, where he says, "Hinkley let us take a poem that he had written, and we used it for the lyrics and turned it into a love song." So I was assuming that they just kind of took, like, you know, kind of in a found sense, the kind of like Cowboy Mm -hmm. Kim, like that they just took it and adapted it. Um, But that makes it sound just kind of like they they called him up and they're like, hey, man, can we I really like your sound. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Any crazy poems we could use? Yeah. (laughs) How would that happen? Like, how how would they decide or even know that he I mean, I guess there was some poetry involved in the investigation and so on when they figured out the Jodie Foster link and everything. Yeah. Well, he got it? a lot of free press. He yeah. did, that's for sure. <laughs> <clears throat> but I was just kind of wondering how would you come to that conclusion if you're Devo that oh, this is a guy to seek out for lyrical content. It's <laughs> an odd choice. Um well, we'll have to tweet Jerry and ask him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I might not do that for this one. I might, I might skip this subject. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns out that it didn't. It, it they thought it was kind of a uh, like a fun joke, and it ended up kind of um, causing them more trouble than it was worth. The record label was unhappy. The FBI was unhappy. <laughs> FBI called apparently a lot of times. Yeah. That's, that's not something you ever want to have happen. <laughs> Um, I have here, this is not directly related, but this is, uh, here's a, just a, a document of interest, um, that here's CDs purchased by John Hinckley Jr. between the years of 2011 and 2015. Why? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but he bought Pet Sounds. He bought, um, Come Down Machine by The Strokes. Walk on the Wild Side, <laughs> wow. The Best of Lou Reed. Mm-hmm. Duets by Barry Manilow. <laughs> the best of Tommy James and the Shondells. That's, uh, that is some quality listening it right is. there. I just brought up Tommy James a couple of weeks ago, didn't I? Um, Jimi Hendrix, Life at Monterey. The very best of John Denver. Not just the best, the mm. very best. Mm. Um, they really cold. cost more. Yeah. Uh, Bob Dylan, Tempest. The best of The Love and Spoonful. Not the very best, just the best. Uh, Boston's greatest hits and David Bowie's "The Next Day." So, wow. Um, what does that say? Does that does that pepper anything? Does that flavor anything in your mind? So I don't know. I I read it because it seemed interesting. I don't. Well, he's eclectic. I'll give him that. There you go. He really could have just gotten the first Boston album, which is most of the best of. Yeah, that's what I was going <laughs> to say. Is it, is it the original cool. Boston album? <laughs> <laughs> All number one hits or something? Basically. Idiot. Not you. I mean, John Hinckley. Doesn't know how to buy records. No. It was hard to learn. 
um, when you're in prison. <laughs> I guess yeah. so. Well, he he never went to prison. Oh, well, he, he, a... he was he was not guilty by insanity. He, he was in a hospital. Oh, and then got to go home after a while. Now he's completely free. Hmm. That was kind of semi recently, wasn't it? That he got out yeah. of the of the hospital. Yeah, they finally completed. Yeah. He, he had visitation rights and stuff. Wow. Uh, like, as in, he could go home to his parents, and they had to be watching him at all times hmm. uh, for years. But then finally got out completely. I think last year. Huh. Wow. Yeah, pretty weird. Hmm. They definitely, from what I understand, his his uh, or his uh, verdict uh, caused a lot of changes in the law about <laughs> insanity pleas and what, huh. what constituted insanity. And actually, getting being non not guilty, uh, hmm. considering they uh, Brady, uh, what was his name? J- James Brady, the guy that he shot yeah, in the yeah, head. Yeah. He ended up dying, and they said from as a result of the wound, even though it was thirty years later, and it was deemed a murder. But they'd already, um, you know, found him not guilty. So, oh wow. wow! Yeah, pretty yeah. strange. Strange circumstances around all that. There's a lot of. Str- I mean, you could go deep conspiracy on the John Hinckley thing, but we don't need to do that here. <laughs> Um, well, here I will, uh, I'll say this, that, um, before I learned about this song, before the internet and what have you, um, this was for a while, maybe my favorite Devo song. Wow. Um, and I was like, this song totally like hit me and I was like, oh yeah, like this is such an interesting, like, and then once I found out, like, I was like, oh yeah, your favorite Devo song is written by a crazy murderer. I was like, oh, (laughs) okay. Well, a no, crazy a, attempted, attempted murderer. murderer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Don't exaggerate. I'm no, sorry. Um, Couldn't even do that. That's right. from a movie. Or this, never mind. Um, but yeah, then I, I was, know what that I was like, is. oh, well, what am I? Then I started kind of reflecting upon, you know, reflecting on myself and seeing like, well, what? Why did you? Why did you like this? What's wrong with you? <laughs> but I kind of see that. Um, I see why Devo. I see what Devo saw in it essentially. Yeah. Yeah, in a sense, you know, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. It's not like, I don't know. You, you see the kind of the lucidity of the insanity, in a sense. Yes, I would say that. That the last verse ends with basically a warning. <laughs> hmm. Right to me. Well, not specifically, yes. but uh, <laughs> but you might want to take it. <laughs> yes, you're wise to walk away, for nothing is more dangerous than desire, desire when, it's, when wrong. it's wrong. Right. Amen. Um, but yeah, until that point, it's all very, uh, you know, strangely, I don't know, positive. For every, every time we say positive and Devo, we say strangely or mm-hmm. oddly or, well, son of a gun, they're being positive. That's weird. But it seems like a very, um, I don't know. It 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 it's it's uh it sounds like he's actually wanting to be close to this person and she's the best and she's great and he's pledging allegiance to her and everything, but then it kinda of twists at the end where it's like, um actually so it's good that you left. <laughs> because I'm a nut. Yeah. Yeah, you're awesome. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. <laughs> Run. Well it's like another like <laughs> You know, it's th- that line, you know, uh, uh, um, say anything, you know, c- could be about a crazy maniac, but it just happens to be painted as a romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and so it's that same just kind of like, uh, like that, that fine line where love makes you crazy, but like sometimes it's too crazy. Right. 
Yeah. And not charming crazy. Sometimes it's just crazy. Right. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> did you guys know about this song before hear, before listening to it, really? Yeah. No, no. Well, oh, P, you, I, you mean like the Hankley angle? The, yeah. The history of it? Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't. I, I figured that out today, actually. Oh. Yeah, Pete, I think you and I had a Facebook discussion about this, like, last year sometime. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that was actually our first, our first Devo discussion. Hmm. Hmm. Um, hmm. Because I so found this record in the record store when I, when I first bought the record and um, posted it on Facebook, and you said something about it, and we talked about the Hinkley thing, so yeah. But um, uh, just mem- memories, guys. I'm just uh, talking memories here. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. I knew about it, um, I probably knew the song first, but not by long, uh, but I knew its origins not that far after, because there's a, uh, do you remember the old research books? Oh, yeah. Like, R-E, search? Uh, on the one, uh, I know how to spell research, Joe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For the listeners at home, it was a series of books where the R-E in research was very large, and the search was very small. Handy. Anyway, uh, they did one volume called Pranks, and uh, Diva were interviewed in there. And they talk about, the, they, they say, well, one of our pranks was we used John Hinckley's poetry to uh, write our song. <laughs> so that's how I knew about it, and I can't remember, and I mean, I heard Oh No, It's Devo first, but like, read the book not too long afterwards, so. Is that a, pr- is that a prank, technically? Or is it, <laughs> maybe if they didn't actually credit him? That would have been like a little bit of a trollish prank, but I don't know. I guess I guess well, it's it's a, a prank on Warner Brothers, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. sounds accurate. It was a prank on their relationship with their label. Yeah, yeah, and with the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, and plus, you know, what 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 prank is now is totally different. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're very we're deep into prank culture now. Or is at the yeah, time it's just like you know anything could have been a prank. We're in post Jerky Boys uh, era yeah. now. <laughs> like it's totally changed everything. Um, we're all about lying to each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, th- this um, outside. So we, uh, you can't really you know separate the. Now that we all know about it, it's hard to separate the source from the output but uh how do you how do we feel about this song how do you feel about this song i'm only slightly surprised to hear that it was your favorite devo song at one point so you are slightly or you're only slightly i'm i'm, I'm only slightly okay surprised <laughs> uh i mean I, I i don't know i guess it would never occur to me that this would be one of anybody's favorite songs no, I mean, but I like it. I mean, it's it's a good song. Except I John like Hinckley's. Yeah. yeah, John Hinckley loves it. I we want you that. to play it 52 times. <laughs> yeah, every day. Um, uh, well, it's got, it's got things that I, it's got things that I like in it. It's got that kind of like, um, you know, that kind of repeated that like, you know, that going through the whole thing with a slight change every now and then and now and then that's like, I love repetitive uh, bits that, you know, uh, continue repetitive threads that linger through a whole song. 
uh, I have a weird thing with with you know three fourteen stemming from Pi and all that stuff, and this on oh. on the CD uh, and I think on the Spotify and all that. Most of the digital copies, the song is three minutes and fourteen seconds, and so oh. I, I have playlists of just like okay, here's all the stuff that's three fourteen, <laughs> and this pops up on there. Wow, that, there's a lot of different. The numbers are telling me, man, that this is this the song. <laughs> Uh, no, but there's a lot of different things in this that that um, you know it, it does have from you know uh, oh no has some goofy songs on it and this is one that's more kind of like uh, darkish or you know it's it's got a little more kind mm-hmm. of like I'm not going to say substance to it but it's a little more like it's less kind of uh less goofy fun and it, you know it's one of those ones where after you listen to it a couple of times you're like wait what is he saying oh interesting yeah um so there's had a lot of things going for it in my book and it still does i'm with you it's a good song i agree mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it is one of those ones that i never uh unless i'm doing a podcast about diva where i have to listen to each and every song in alphabetical order i it kind of uh it sort of goes by on the record a little bit but uh i've i've been surprised more than once uh through this whole process uh and finding uh awesome songs in that way and um yeah this i wouldn't call this like a, a, a remarkable discovery for me like from the from the just the flow of the record mm-hmm. but uh i do like it a lot i've always liked it i, I think i get the song stuck in my head a lot actually mm-hmm. like just sort of randomly um and you want to play it 52 because of that. times in a row every day yeah that's how i get it out of my head i play yeah. it 52 times in a row Every day. <laughs> it's part of my morning. You have a very long morning. <laughs> I do. I have to get up at four just to listen to Devo. Yeah, it has a, also, on Oh No, It's Devo, an album that has a lot of, I don't want to say novelty songs, that's not quite it, but it has a sort of um, lightness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, at least on the surface, like there's something really dark about I Desire. And not just its uh, source material, but like there's something like kind of foreboding about it. Right. Uh, it, could be ju- it could be just like kind of almost the monotone way they recite the lyrics, but it, it is, there's a darkness to it that I appreciate. Well, and that, I think the title is ominous. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a, kind of an odd thing to just have sitting there, I Desire, and then you're like asking the question. And then when they're saying it in the song, it, they're kind of robotic about it. Yeah, it's, it reminds it's me of, a little creepy. It reminds me of Sinistar, that video game. <laughs> I hunger. He yeah. never says I desire, but it sounds like something he would say. Yeah, yeah. I hunger. hunger. Yeah, that was Joey, the talking Galactus doll in Forbidden Planet, that said that. <laughs> like you'd press one button and it had like a weird little musical cue that went behind it. So it was like, oh I God. hunger. Burr, 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 for years, one of my go-to phrases was like, "Was actually, I hunger like Sinistar," <laughs> and no matter what it was, the person I would say it to would say, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> run, run. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, and that's my Sinistar memory. <laughs> <laughs> we all have one. I don't. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Oh, it was a great game. It was a big space head, and it was scary, and he yelled at you the whole time. It was like Zardos, the video game. Run, coward. I really wish there was a Zardos video game. That would oh, be man. Wonderful. That'd be yeah. great. 
You'd have to wear the outfit, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it would just keep spitting guns at you. You had to just pick yeah. up as many as you could. How come every how come every arcade is opening a gym next door? <laughs> <laughs> the new Zardoz VR game. <laughs> All right, so are we uh, we are we ready for ratings? I. Well, I think so. I mean, you guys already think I'm crazy, so I don't mind <laughs> with this. I don't I don't mind going first and saying that this is still even though, you know, a, a, a attempted assassins be damned, um I still <laughs> I still get it. I still understand uh, the beauty here and uh this is still among my favorite uh diva songs and I'm I'm going to give it a full on A+. Ooh, look at that. Ooh, wow. I love this wow. song. Holy smokes. Nice. Well, now I'm scared to go next. Do it anyway. What if, should I? Yes. Well, I, I have it as a B plus. Does that anger anybody? I don't want to knock it off the A list if it was going to be on the A list. I anger. It wasn't, it, it wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't going to be on the A list. Okay, then B plus. It's a very good song. I like it a lot. Um, maybe in the fullness of time, I will realize that it's even better than it is. And I'll say, ah, remember when I was doing that podcast back when there were podcasts and I said it was only a B plus? <laughs> Should have been like an A minus or an A. But uh, right now, I like it as a good solid B plus. Well, that's fair. You know, you could change my name to Arthur Fonzarelli because I give okay. it an A. Oh. Yeah, it's a it's a great tune. <laughs> like I said, it's kind of creepy. It's kind of scary. It... Uh, it's quoting a, uh, a potential presidential assassin. assassin. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do you really need? <laughs> I, I'm going to give it a B plus. It's mm. just not quite an A song for me. There's something about the, I mean, I like it, but there's something about the kind of dink, dink, to almost like metronomic kind of beat that isn't my favorite thing in the world. And um, mm. it, it creates kind of a strange... I don't know. I almost feel like it should have come after Deep Sleep in the order of the album, because um, hmm. it does stick in your head. It would be kind of a, an again go back to the word ominous. It'd be like an ominous sort of way to end the album because you would just listen to the album all the way through and then you would just go around having this kind of thing going through your head all day. Um, but to me, it's kind of a weird bridge between uh, 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 the two songs there at the end. For some reason, I'm forgetting the name of the what I God, I've forgotten the name of the song that's before it. But as I was listening to the album today, I was like, oh, man, I kind of wish these were flipped. But it's a great song. I just don't know if I, I couldn't quite give it an A. So I'm going B+. Plus. But that's right. a B-side song. It is a B-side song. B-side song. Well, good. I'm I'm right. I'm happy. Nobody hated this, which is good. Oh, I mean, except, no. <laughs> except for Reagan, maybe. But... Um, yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I desire. That's, that's uh. Hey, uh, let's fire up the Spotify machine. There we go. This song is on there. You guys make wonderful machines. Thank you. Um. Thank you. <laughs> uh. It's not I, I desire. I desire is not a word. Oh. Um. Well, neither I desire is not a word either. It's uh, I space desire. Oh. It's two words. Wait, I space? Lowercase I, capital D. Um, let's see. So if we make a song off of uh, I desire, make a, make a radio station off of I desire on Spotify, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, just going back to uh, the the good old standards. Um, it's uh, Talking Heads. This must be the place. Is the next track up? Huh. Uh, the live version. How about that? Huh. <laughs> um, it's a good version. The yeah. version will stop making sense. Um. So that's uh, that's what it says is the is the next thing, and then following that it's Tom Tom Club. So it's it's definitely mm. it, it's got a theme <laughs> here, followed by <laughs> followed by Devo Freedom of Choice. So mm. it's it's found as well. It is true. If you like uh, I Desire, you probably will enjoy Freedom of Choice. This is true. Mm-hmm. I have uh, something to do. <laughs> now you don't oh, have to well, sniff some glue. Oh. What? <laughs> You know, I don't remember if uh, you gentlemen uh, recall me saying this, but uh, a while back I did say, hey, if uh, you write a review uh, on iTunes, I, Joe Mazel, will read it yeah, on the air. I remember that. I never well, got around to it. No one believed you. <laughs> well, guess what? We got one. What? We got uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have references to Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, we do. My, my tortured Annie Potts reference. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, Pat Proft. <laughs> What'd you say? Uh, Pat Piot. P I O T. Piot. In a uh, pod, in a review entitled "Something About This Pod Ellipses." When Saturday Night Live broadcast the Space Pan skit, I felt like it was created just for me. I feel the same way when I discovered ABC Devo. The hosts have created an intelligent and entertaining discussion of the sounds of things falling apart. Hmm. Aw. That's now, ain't that swell? That's my cue. Thanks that's a lot, nice. Pat. My cue to that's jumble some swell. stuff to make it sound like stuff was falling apart. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how did they do it? The box of, uh, if I could food. remember who wrote uh, <laughs> When Things Fall Apart, I would have really made a clever literary reference, but I don't. So, and, uh, a Chebe? Yeah, Chinua Chebe? Yeah. Yeah. Chebe? There you go. yeah. Well, there you now go. we can all not make the joke together. <laughs> we'll plug that in. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. thanks, Pat. That's very nice of you. And hey, everybody else, yeah. I'll read if you write. Joe loves to read. Yeah. It's true. Hey, you know what? Joe also loves to write. He's got a website up. <laughs> hey, oh, I yeah. do. Why don't you plug yourself? Joe Mazel. All right. Plug myself into what? Hey. Hey. Uh, it's JoeMazel.net. Hey, do you like reading about movies? Do you like uh, reading about comic books? Potentially reading about music? Do you like crude monkey drawings? Well, then, JoeMazel.net is the blog for you to read. I think you should have gotten crudemonkeydrawings.com. <laughs> well, if I knew then what I know now. Hey. Uh, um, all right. Well, I desire lands a spot on the on the on the B, not the B spot, on the B list playlist zone. Yeah. Um, but we will. Uh, we now that we're in the eyes, we got uh, we got two more eyes. We got three eyes total. We're like a triclops. Um, <laughs> the, my eyes are getting a little misty. I'll be honest with you. Hmm. We got eyes all around. Well, um, you guys, I was going to try to turn it into a whole thing, but you know what? <laughs> We're just going to talk about the song. Uh, I cr- I'd cry <laughs> if you died. It's going to be on the Thursday. Sometimes simple is best. I know. We're going to shake the rust off my transitions here. We'll be fine. Mm. Um, yeah, Thursday. When I come back, listen to uh, ABC Devo with "I'd Cry If You Died." 
Uh, and hey, uh, if you want some more stuff, uh, don't forget, we still have a Patreon up and running. That's patreon.com. Wait, we do? Slash ABC Devo. <laughs> oh, nobody told Joe. <laughs> Does mean I have to pay him now? Yep. Uh, no, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, go go to patreon.com slash ABC Devo. And uh, if you want to get the other stuff where we talk about B-sides, extras, what have yous, we just covered a song that uh, doesn't exist in any form. So mm-hmm. that's the kind of thing that rubs you the right way. Go check it out over there. Oh, I'm sorry. If that's the kind of thing that you desire, damn it. Go check it out <laughs> over there. <laughs> um, otherwise, I'd cry if you died. Back here on Thursday with ABCD Valley. Bye, Thanks, everybody. everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>